the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. Have a healthy With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Two members of Congress, one a Republican in the House, the other a Senate Welcome Democrat, the latest lawmakers to resign amid sexual misconduct time, allegations. Republican Senate candidate Dr. Roy Moore is a target of such allegations. He refuses to quit the race, years. although Republican Senator John Thune wishes that Moore would drop out. The wisest thing for him to do in the best interest of the country and our party is to step aside and allow another Republican to get into that race because I think we would win the seat. Thune on CBS this morning, Moore denies the allegations. He says they're the result of dirty politics. Southern California dealing with a half dozen major wildfires. Latest one in San Diego County near Camp Pendleton. The largest of the fires burning north of Los Angeles in Ventura County. Wall Street, the Dow is up 42 points. This is SRN News. Welcome to Healthline Live. We're here to answer your nutrition-related questions. You can reach us toll-free. 888-588-7576. And you can also visit us online at qnlabs.com. And out there you'll find prior broadcasts and all our radio listening times. Get set for Like It Matters Radio. Coming up next here on Wellness 1570. And also, with us on the Wixom Jewelers Countdown Show. Just 17 days till Christmas. And diamond stud earrings are always the perfect gift. And you can shop at incredible collection of styles, shapes, and colors at Wixom Jewelers in Bloomington. Your forecast from Eagle Wellness Studios today, mostly cloudy near 30 for a high. Could see some scattered snow showers as we get into the evening. And you know, it's so interesting. Webster's Dictionary defines a meeting as a gathering of people for a particular purpose, such as to talk about business. No matter how big or small your meeting is, WNAV Audiovisual can help. Because at WNAV Audiovisual, your meeting is our business. Hi, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Today, over 26 million meetings will take place in the United States. In today's fast paced world, meetings are essential to keep people connected. In today's fast-paced world, you have to get business done now. Whether your meeting is in a conference room, auditorium, ballroom, or sanctuary, WNAV can provide you with audiovisual equipment and expertise quickly, smoothly, and efficiently. And we've been serving Minnesota since 1983. Learn more about what WNAV's technicians can do for you online at wnav-video.com. That's wnav-video.com. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart. 
at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. ProLife Across America, the Billboard people. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I'm your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And you can call me Mr. Black. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go deep. As I like to say, you might want to bring your scuba gear because there ain't no snorkeling going on today. (laughs) So uh, I want to thank you for joining us. You know, it's uh, it's great to come together every morning from uh, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time uh, to work on the one thing that we can truly have an effect on. And that is ourselves. You know, Stephen Covey used to talk about the two circles, the circle of influence and the circle of concern. And he says the majority of our focus should be on where those two circles come together, where they overlap, where those things that we have control over and those things that bother us, where those two come together, that should be the focus of our attention. Because let's be honest, a lot of people focus on things they can't change. Focusing on things you can't change is kind of like one of the definitions of worry I once heard. Worry is paying interest on debt you might not owe. You know, focusing on all things that you don't like but cannot change, boy, it's going to set you up for failure. It's going to set you up for a life that's missed, a life that's lost, a life that you get to the very end of it. And then you start asking those important questions. You know, what was my life all about? You know, why was I given the gift of life? What was my purpose? Did my life have any meaning at all? Now, most of us in the living world don't like to think about those things. We're busy. We're going off doing our things just like uh, uh, Noah's Ark. You know, if you read the good book, and I love the good book, I eat it daily. Uh, boy, it says, boy, when, the, when God closed the, the door of the ark, people were having fun. People were partying, people were getting married, people were uh, enjoying their life just like they had done before that. But the problem was, Methuselah had died. Longest living man in the Bible, 969 years, because when Methuselah died, the flood would come, the end of the world, except for those, uh, what were they, eight, would be for everybody else. And so it showed God's love and God's mercy and God's grace, but uh, Noah knew that the end was here. But people are living on like they were going to have lots of other time. And the reason I bring this up is because uh, last week uh, we lost uh, David Cassidy. Um, I remember when I was a little kid, the Partridge family. I don't remember it well. But, uh, boy, I remember uh, David Cassidy. He was a heartthrob. He was in all those teen magazines. He was a celebrity. He was a star. And these people were wealthy. They were set for the rest of their life. And I remember David Cassidy was so famous, so uh, you know, like Leif Garrett. I remember another guy, Leif Garrett. They were so famous, so at the top of their game at such a young age that they just disappeared. And he, he died this last week. And this is from a, a short little article from the New York Post, uh, 11 Said, David Cassidy's last words were heartbreaking. Quote, words can't express the solace our families receive from all the love and support during this trying time. My father's last words were so much wasted time. Casty's daughter, quote, Arrow star Katie Casty tweeted Friday, This will be a daily reminder for me to share my gratitude with those I love as to never waste another minute. Thank you. And then it said, uh, actually showed her uh, tweet that she sent out. 
Words can't express the solace our families receive from all the love and support during this trying time. My father's last words were so much wasted time. And then goes on to say the 1970s heartthrob passed away on Tuesday from organ failure stemming from his ongoing battle with dementia. He was 67 years old. Wow, that's so young. Said David had a complicated relationship with Katie, 30, whose mother is model Sherry Williams. Boy, this little bitty article. Boy, there's so much in it. You know, I love that. You know, here it is, a, a, a tweet from his daughter and how much she's going to miss her dad and that her life will be forever changing, that she will never waste another minute. Now, no disrespect here, but between you and I, between all you tens of thousands, whoever's listening, yes, she will. Uh, she'll waste another minute. She'll waste another day. She might even waste her entire life. Because, ladies and gentlemen, right now we remember that planes crash and people die. But the problem is life goes on. Life goes on for everybody else that's not connected to David Casty. And life will go on for his daughter. Remember, it says right here, David had a complicated relationship with Katie. They had a very troubled relationship. Most of their life, I would suggest that David and Katie had very little relationship at all. But now that he's dead, oh, it's so important, so much wasted time. And I'm not belittling it, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I deal with. Planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. And you know when people are ready to fix things when it's over. You know when people are ready to fix their marriage when someone says, I'm done, I've got a new boyfriend or girlfriend. You know when someone's ready to change what they're doing at work when their boss gives their final warning and says, we've got to part company. You know when people are ready to start living their life? When they find out they're dying. You know when people are ready to start being healthier? When they find out they got cancer or something else. You know when people are really start ready being parents? When they lose a child or a child is irrevocably damaged to such a degree that there's no place or way for a normal relationship. I mean, we do some truth therapy here. This is what it's about. You know, the truth will set you free. It's not fun. It's not comfortable. But, you know, Jesus Christ said the truth will set you free. But I think it was Charles Garfield that said the truth will set you free. But first, it's going to make you miserable. And I want to suggest that misery does not have to be a bad thing. Misery, guilt, I don't want to say shame, as long as it's not held on to too long, can really be great motivators. I mean, let's be honest. There are only two driving forces in life. Let's keep it simple, soldier. It's called neuroassociative conditioning. Look it up. Tony Robbins likes to talk about it a lot. There are two driving forces in life. The desire for pleasure, moving towards something, moving towards something good, something you want. And the avoidance of pain. In other words, moving away from something. But I might suggest that the problem with a lot of people today is they've muted the pain. They've numbed the pain. All of us self-medicate in different ways. Some of us do it with pot. Some of us do it with alcohol. Some of us do it sexually. Some of you do it at the gym. You, you, you worship your body, and you look at your body all day long. You go to the gym two or three times. You watch everything you eat because your body is your temple, but it's become your God. So we all have different ways that we self-medicate. And so what happens, we get in life, and a lot of us want to avoid pain. A lot of us have had so much pain that we no longer want to feel. The problem is pain is a great motivator. I mean, think about this. You hear the old joke where a guy goes to the doctor and he says, Doctor, every time I do this, it hurts. And the doctor says, quit doing that. Right? Pain is a great motivator. But when the pain is numbed, when you can no longer feel the pain, then you keep doing things over and over. It's like those of us who call ourselves Christians, who are followers of the God of the Bible and his son, Jesus Christ. Boy, when you continue to sin and do things that you know aren't right and it no longer bothers your spirit, you no longer feel guilty, the Holy Spirit who resides in you no longer calling you on it, you don't feel any remorse, you don't feel any, any disappointment, can I tell you something? You should be worried. You should be really worried because that means the Holy Spirit's given you over. That means you've been given over to those things that you desire, that you lust for, that you want more than God. 
And so you got to understand pain can be a great motivator. September 11, 2001, a lot of things changed for a little while. For a little while. And by the time 10 years had passed, most people downplayed it, brushed it off. It's not that important anymore. I've seen many people in my classes who tell stories that they, they, they were dead, that they were pronounced dead, and somehow they brought to life that they had this disease or sickness that somehow uh, they were going to die, and now God cleansed it, God healed it, and now they're ready to live, and now they come to my class just a few years removed from this instant, and they're dead. And I always ask them, why would God give you a second chance to live just so you can be dead? And so today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about so much wasted time. And I'm going to pose some questions to you that will keep you from wasting your time on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. We'll be back in three minutes. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar. But I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually missing. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with Wellness Radio 1570, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for five years now, and it has helped many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of the schools we have a partnership with. It's that simple. This isn't a financial aid program. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call Wellness Radio 1570 today at 651-289-4406 to take advantage of our half-off tuition program. That's Wellness Radio 1570 at 651-289-4406. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over one million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And, you know, I have people every once in a while email me or send me over a message saying, why do you call yourself a life caddy? Well, because... There's so many. Everybody's a life coach. You know, it's kind of like one of those things you get on the Internet. Like anybody can be a minister now. You can just marry anybody. You can just go on the Internet, fill out a thing, and you become a certified minister, and you can marry people. It's the same thing. People are life coaches. I mean, people have never accomplished anything. They've never had to overcome anything great. They've never had to pick themselves up, dust themselves off, hit again over a lifetime. And yet they're out there because it's easy to give people advice. It's easy just to tell people how to live their lives, not interested in doing it ourselves, 
uh, can't do it on our own. You know, that's why I hate the saying, it hurts a little bit, you know, that those that do, do, and those that can't teach, ouch. And I always tell them, if that doesn't give you a little bit of ouch, you shouldn't be teaching because uh, it, the truth will set you free. But sometimes it'll make you a little bit miserable. And I want to share this story with you, a great story uh, from Mildred Hondorf. Uh, she's a former elementary school music teacher from Des Moines, Iowa. And I'll read it in the first person as she wrote it. She says, I've always supplemented my income by teaching piano lessons, something I've done for over 30 years. And over the years, I've found that children have many levels of musical ability. I've never had the pleasure of having a protege, though I have taught some talented students. However, I've also had my share of what I call musically challenged pupils. One such student was Robbie. Robbie was 11 years old when his mother, a single mom, dropped him off for his first piano lesson. I prefer that students, especially boys, begin at an earlier age, which I explained to Robbie. But Robbie said that it had always been his mother's dream to hear him play the piano, so I took him as a student. Well, Robbie began his piano lessons, and from the beginning, I thought it was a hopeless endeavor. As much as Robbie tried, he lacked the sense of tone and basic rhythm needed to excel, but he dutifully uh, reviewed his scales and some elementary pieces that require all my students to learn. Over the months, he tried and tried while I listened and cringed and tried to encourage him. At the end of each weekly lessons, he'd always say, my mom's going to hear me play someday, but it seemed hopeless. He just did not have any inborn ability. I only knew his mother from a distance as she dropped Robbie off or waited in her aged car to pick him up. She always waved and smiled but never stopped in. Then one day, Robbie stopped coming to our lessons. I thought about calling him but assumed because of his lack of ability that he had decided to pursue something else. I also was glad that he stopped coming. He was a bad adver advertisement for my teaching. Several weeks later, I mailed to the student's home a flyer on the upcoming recital. To my surprise, Robbie, who received a flyer, asked me if he could be in the recital. I told him that the recital was for current pupils, and because he had dropped out, he really did not qualify. He said that his mom had been sick and unable to take him to piano lessons, but he's still practicing. Ms. Hondorf, I've just got to play, he insisted. I don't know what led me to allow him to play in the recital. Maybe it was his persistence, or, or maybe it was something inside of me saying that it would be all right. The night for the recital came. The high school gymnasium was packed with parents, friends, and relatives. I put Robbie up last in the program before I was to come up and thank all the students to play a finishing piece. I thought that any damage Robbie would do would come at the end of the program, and I could always salvage his poor performance through my curtain closer. Well, the recital went off well without a hitch. The students had been practicing and it showed. Then Ra Robbie came up on stage. His clothes were wrinkled and his hair looked like he'd run an egg beater through it. Why didn't he dress up like the other students, I thought. Why didn't his mother at least make him comb his hair for the special night? Just shook my head. Robbie pulled out the piano bench and began. I was surprised when he announced that he had chosen Mozart's Concerto Number no. 21 in C major. I was not prepared for what I heard next. His fingers were light on the keys. They even danced nimbly on the ivories. He went from pianissimo to fortissimo, from allegro to virtuoso. His suspended chords that Mozart demands were magnificent. Never, ever have I heard Mozart played so well by someone his age. After six and a half minutes, he ended in a grand crescendo, and everyone was on their feet in wild applause. Overcome and in tears, I ran up right on the stage and put my arms around Robbie in joy. I've never heard you play like this, Robbie. How? How did you do it? Through the microphone, Robbie explained, well, Miss Hondorf, remember I told you my mom was sick? Well, actually, she had cancer and passed away this morning. And well, she was born deaf, so tonight, was the first time she ever heard me play. I wanted to make it special. There wasn't a dry eye in the house that evening as the people from social services led Robbie from the stage to be placed into foster care. I noticed that even their eyes, even their eyes 
were red and puffy. And I thought to myself, how much richer my life had been for taking Robbie as my pupil. She goes on to say, no, I've never had a prodigy. But that night, I became one. A prodigy of Robert's, of Robbie's. He was the teacher. I was the pupil. For it is he that taught me the meaning of perseverance and love and believing and maybe even taking a chance in someone and you don't even know why. Boy, that, that story rips my soul out. And yeah, if you haven't learned this, I'm a pretty emotional guy. I don't care what anybody else thinks about me. All I care about is what my Lord and Savior thinks about me. And you know, today, that's what we're talking about. You know, today's topic is so much wasted time. And the reason we're bringing this up is David Casty died last week. And his daughter, Katie Casty, who had a very strained relationship with her daddy, it was not a good relationship. Here's what she tweeted out. Words can't express the solace our families receive from all the love and support during this trying time. My father's last words were so much wasted time. This will be a daily reminder for me to share my gratitude with those I love as to never waste another minute. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. And so sad that so often when we're ready to change is when it's too late. We're ready to be the parent that we're supposed to be when we lose a child or lose a marriage. We're ready to be the spouse that we're supposed to be when our other spouse gets so fed up with the hurt and pain that they moved on. They found somebody else. They're sharing a bedroom with somebody else. That's usually how it happens. You know when people are ready to start living? When they find out they're ready to die. I remember there was this guy who did this, the, the last lecture. And he found out he was going to die, and he went around and gave this last lecture before he died. And I remember, and, and so many people were so awed by it. There were so many TED Talks, and people were listening to it. And I refused to. And let me tell you why. I am so sick and tired of hearing from someone that's ready to die of how I'm supposed to live my life. I want to live my life the way God intended me to live it, not when I'm ready to die, but when he gave me the gift called life. And the problem is this, is we don't question ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. We don't put ourselves in situations to step out of the rat race of life. We get so busy doing life that we think it's always going to be going on forever. That's why I love in the Bible when we talk about uh, Noah's Ark. You know, God was getting ready to destroy the world. It was a young world. Man was young. And God was totally disappointed by the, by the debaseness of man. That in his heart and his mind is everything is evil. And so outside of the eight, Noah and his three sons and their wives, all were going to be removed. And the boy had to wait for the dying of Methuselah. Because when Methuselah would die, the water would come, the ark would shut. The longest living man in the Bible, 969 years, shows you God's grace, God's mercy. But it says in the Bible that as the gate shut, as the door shut on the ark, people were having fun. People were partying. Rain had come down. They had never seen rain before. What's this thing called rain? Boy, the water was getting drenched. I mean, people were probably dancing around. People were getting married. And they didn't know that the final ticks of the clock of destiny was about to ding. And all those not on the ark, all those sans the eighth, would no longer be here. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to see a big ark coming because God gave us the word that through the rainbow that he never destroyed the earth by water again. Fire is the next way. But ladies and gentlemen, no matter when that time comes, I want to ask you a question. Are you living your life in a way that matters? And so after the break of the last two segments, we're going to go through some questions. You know, I truly believe that leaders ask the right questions because questions move people mentally. In our training, when people do goal setting and future pacing, I ask questions. What, what are people going to notice next week? What's going to be different next week? What are you going to hear next week that's different than this week? Why? Because I'm having them move them mentally. I'm having them begin with the end in mind. What's it going to look like? What's it going to sound like? What's it going to feel like? 
And so, ladies and gentlemen, leaders ask the right question. And so I'm going to go through a series of questions because, you know, there are three times to get information. You can get it when you need it, you can get it after you need it, or you can get it before you need it. And I don't know about you, but I got a lot going on. I only got a small desktop, so I don't want to put anything on my desktop unless I need it. So I want information when I need it. I don't want it before I need it because I don't have any space for it. I'm living in the now moment. And the worst time to get information is after you need it. I remember I was working with a dealership in Northern California, a very high-end dealership, and the head of this company, uh, I, I hadn't got a hold of him yet, got a few of his people in, so I figured I'd send him an email. I was encouraged to send him an email. Send him an email, and then after I sent it two days later, one of his employees said, make sure before you send him that email, you correctly spell every word, because he's a stickler for that. Boy, it sure would have been nice to know that information before I sent it. So leaders, you want to get information when you need it. And that is now. So after the break, we're going to go into questions that all leaders should ask themselves so their lives have value. Events Events and special occasions can be more than just gatherings. You desire to create lasting memories. That's what our Britain Catering and Hospitality's goal is in every event and special occasion designed for you. Creating lasting memories. Seek an array of award-winning venues and sample exquisite food from the best chefs along with the best possible presentation. That is what Our Britain does for you. Weddings, family reunions, galas, special events for businesses are all areas where Our Britain shines. This husband and wife team make a great serving combination. Challenge Seth and Don as they journey to become the number one catering team in the world. Three unique catering options. Apples to Apples offers a unique farm-to-table concept. This Little Piggy, a Minnesota favorite for 30 years and distinctive catering with its luxurious and memorable style. Britain Catering and Hospitality. AbritonCatering.com. That's A-B-R-I-T-I-N Catering.com. Creating lasting memories. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. NeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I NeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I NeedMoreHair.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results, and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for a Leadership Awakening class in your area. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I just realized I never answer questions. Why do people, why do I call myself a life caddy? I uh, said before, I don't like to call myself a life coach because anybody can be a life coach just like anybody can be a minister. You just get on the Internet and fill out a little application, give them five bucks, and you can be that. But if you think about a caddy, I like to use analogies. I use metaphors. Um, if you think about a caddy and a caddy's role with a golfer, uh, you know, a caddy carries the clubs. So it makes the, 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 the journey a little more lighter, a little more easier for the golfer. 
the caddy uh, is a companion uh, of the golfer, gives them advice, gives them input, knows the course. A uh, caddy also understands the player's abilities. They work with them. They understand them. That's why they talk amongst each other. What clubs should I use? Remember last time you used a 9-iron at short, and so this time maybe go with the 8-iron? And more importantly, what a caddy does, if you've ever golfed or actually been blessed with a caddy, a caddy allows you just to enjoy the game more, to focus on what you're doing. And if you think about it, when you win, when you uh, get the trophy, the caddy's not recognized. The caddy doesn't get a percentage. The caddy doesn't get their name on the, on the, on the trophy. And so I'm not looking for uh, accolades. I'm looking to help you live your life like it matters. And that's why if you go to likeitmatters.net, uh, have a two-and-a-half-day class that will forever change your life. It's going to make you uncomfortable. Uh, it's going to uh, be the fire furnace. You know, we were using the example of today's show about so much wasted time about David Casty. You know, he had died. He was a heartthrob in the 70s. Uh, I would think a very wealthy man, famous beyond, could probably be with any woman that he wanted to in his heyday, had all the money he wanted, could do anything. But, you know, he died at a very young age of 67 from dementia, organ failure. Uh, he had a very uh, distant relationship with his 30-year-old daughter that he had from some model. I was just reading this. And his daughter said his last words were so much wasted time. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, it doesn't need to be that way. There's going to come a time in every one of our life, though, where we're going to on our deathbed, and we're going to be wondering, did it matter one bit? Did it matter one bit that the God of the universe breathed life into me? Did it matter one bit that I was given this gift called life, that God poured gifts, talents, and resources into me, as Rush Limbaugh would say, on loan from God, talent on loan from God. What did you do with it, Conduit? Did you truly live your life like it matters? Did you truly take everything you were dealt and made it, played it incredibly well? See, one thing I learned a long time ago, I come from a white trash family. I'm not physically uh, good looking. I wasn't blessed with this incredible body, like six foot tall. None of that. I've struggled all my life. Uh, I stuttered as a kid. Uh, I'm white and a male, so I can't get a grant, can't get a loan uh, because I'm not the right skin color. So I give you a list of things. But you know what? One day I know this. I will stand before my God, and I will be held to account for the way I live my life. I'm not going to be able to blame my wife, not going to be able to blame my ex-boss, not going to be able to blame my parents. None of that will matter. God won't be interested in that. He already knows all that stuff. Well, he's going to be interested in what did I do with my time on this planet? How many people's lives did I impact? How many times did I honor, glorify the name of Jesus Christ? That's what I'll be held to account for. And so, ladies and gentlemen, today I wanted you to realize that leaders ask themselves questions. Leaders question themselves. Leaders learn to ask the right questions of other people and themselves because questions move people. Questions move people. And there are three times to get information, when you need it, after you need it, or before you need it. And I suggest that the only one time to properly get information is when you need it. But the cool thing is you got to realize you must pose these questions that create the information because asking the right question brings you to the right answer. And by having the right answer that you've questioned yourself for before in your experiential aquarium, right in your past, then when it's time to retrieve it, then when it's time to need that information, then that information is readily available. You know, we talk about the three questions of clear vision. All true leaders ask these three questions of themselves. Where am I now? Where am I going? What will it take to get there and how long? And imagine if David Cassidy would have been asking himself these questions over the last 20, 30 years. Because he's lived off his success for 40-some years. He's lived off the money, off success that he had as a young man. But the three questions of clear vision is, where am I now? And that's such an important question. And people are afraid to ask that question. That is the ultimate question. In our training, we spend sometimes half the class without people realizing that we're looking at that question, where am I now? You know, I used to travel with a Garmin. Now I got a, um, a GPS system inside my car. But it was always interesting with a Garmin. Sometimes I'd take my Garmin inside the house. 
and I'd have the exact address I was going to, including that dash four-digit zip code on the end. So you can't get more specific than that. And yet, sometimes, even though I had the exact address of where I was going, it couldn't give me directions, or it wouldn't give me directions. Can I tell you why? Because the satellite couldn't locate me. And for me, that was such an epiphany. If I don't know my starting point, no matter how clear my directions of where I'm going is, I can't get there. I can't get the directions. I can't get to there from here unless I know where here is. And you know, some people start asking this question, where am I now when it's too late? This is a terrible question to ask on your deathbed. This is a terrible question to ask when you get ready to sign the divorce paper. This is a terrible question to ask as your child's in a drug rehab center. This is a terrible question to ask when your child's been arrested for molesting a child because they were molested by a coach when they were younger. Where am I now should be asked before you get in the crisis mode. Where am I now is an ongoing question to ask about being honest. Like I say in my training, I squeeze people. I squeeze people. Because when life squeezes us, the only thing that can come out of us is what's in us. And I want people to see when life squeezes them, what comes out of them. I want them to see it now in a safe, controlled environment. Because out in the real world, when life squeezes you, sometimes people snap. They get fired and they take a gun to work and f kill a few people before they take their own. Their wife says they uh, had enough or their husband says they have enough. And they burn the house down with the kids in it so they don't get the kids in the divorce settlement. Where are you now? Are you living the life that God created you to live? That's why, you know, when you live your life like it matters, it does. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It is the ultimate goal. There are six elements of a well-formed outcome. And one of them must, is this. It must be within the realm of your control. And the whole concept of when you live your life like it matters, it does. The whole concept of that goal, of that outcome, is you're in absolute control of it. So where are you now? Are you treating life like the gift that it is? Where are you now? Are you the, the father, mother, or mother that you've been called to be? Where are you now? Are you that boss or CEO that's building people, not just cashing checks? Where are you now? Are you the type of friend that you would want in time of need? Where are you now? Are you a conduit that you, whatever God's blessed you with, you bless other people? Are you a cistern holding on to everything that the world's giving you? You know, the Dead Sea is one of the lowest points in the earth, and there are a few waterways that pour into it underground, but nothing pours out of it. Let me be honest with you and ask this question. Are you a Dead Sea leader? Are other people pouring to you? Are you blessed with a retirement plan and all this money, and yet you got people around you that are struggling, and you wouldn't even think about giving them some of it? I remember a little while back, my wife and I, we were struggling financially. It's okay. We're fine. We, we like to give. We like to help other people. And she was talking to this one person that does network marketing. She purchased some clothing from her. And, and she was just talking about they had this pile of cash, pile of cash they totally forgot about, hadn't even deposited it. And, wow, she was laughing about it. And knowing how tough money was for us, I mean, we're struggling. We're working to get a, a, second, a, a real bathroom in our house. And to hear this person has so much money sitting around, they forgot to pile, put cash, piles of cash in the bank. And my wife was almost in tears, like, oh, my gosh, we just need a little bit of money to finish our bathroom. And they got money sitting around and doesn't even know, forgot about it, don't even put it in the bank. Where are you now? Are you truly living your life like it matters? Are you truly the hands and feet of God? Or you're so wrapped up in your own pillow life that you miss people right in front of you that God's put in front of you to help? How, how about the second question? Where are you going? I don't care what your religious beliefs are. David Cassidy will tell you where you're going. We're eternal creatures. We're eternal creatures. We live eternally, spirit-wise. The body is broken. It's going to deteriorate. It's ashes to ashes, dust to dust, carbon-based life form. But your spirit will be somewhere. That's why those of us that follow the risen king, Jesus Christ, out of bodies present with Christ. So where are you going six feet under? Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. That's where you're going. Now, what will it take to get there? I can tell you that right now. Heart, body, and soul. Because if I take away your heart, I take away your body, I take away your soul, what's left? Nothing. 
All you got to do is ask David Cassidy's daughter. Nothing. It's gone. The only thing we don't know is how long. Unless you take your own life, you don't know. God's already ordained our last moment. It's already been written. You can't fool God. So these are three questions of a clear vision. And then there are three questions of the mission statement. Who are you? What do you do? And the quality in which you do it. Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? It's who you are. What do you do? Of all those things in your life, what do you find the most value? What are you doing that make it matter that you're given the gift of life? What are you doing that makes it matter that you are blessed to have this life that you've been given? And the last question is what is the quality in which you do it? Those are the three questions of a mission statement. Who you are, what you do, and the quality in which you do it. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about so much wasted time. And after the break, we're going to ask some questions so that your life has value and no wasted time. Yes, yes, I did it. Thank you, Mr. Black. Are those your grades for this semester? They sure are. All A's and one B. But what about your learning disability and your struggles in school? Not since I got my brain map done at Like It Matters. I now know how I best learn and the unique way that God made me. No more learning disability. You are unique. Nobody has your fingerprints and nobody is wired exactly like you. We now have the ability to show you God's fingerprints for your life through yours. The unique print on each of your fingers is a duplicate of the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe of your brain. With our exclusive brain map, we can capture your fingerprints and give you a 35-page map of your brain, your gifts, talents, and innate resources. This information is the key to unlocking your God-given potential and truly living your life like it matters. If you're ready to maximize the potential you were created with, email Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com or call 817-502-1554. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers and eight and a half year old son and patient and passionate wife i got rid of a lot of clutter in my head bs they call it belief systems that were not serving me if you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them if you want to build a productive team in two days if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next leadership awakening it's time the giant in you comes alive Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening Workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. Hello, this is Like It Matters Radio, and I am Mr. Black. And today, we are talking about so much wasted time. Ladies and gentlemen, planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. And last week, we lost uh, David Casty and his last words to his daughter. We're so much wasted time. And let's be honest, life is one of those rare commodities that we can never replace. You know, it's like every organ in your body now can be replaced. Every single organ in your body uh, deteriorates. It wears out except for one. And this is from Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot, the book by Dr. Restack. And he says, your mind has unlimited plasticity. 
And so, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to, to die questioning our lives. We can live questioning our lives. And when we live questioning our lives, we die with a purpose. When you learn how to die, you learn how to live. And so I want to make sure that you're not like David Cassie. I want to make sure that you don't have to experience what his daughter experienced when he says the very last words of his life were that so much wasted time. And time is a precious commodity. I share this saying over and over and over that what if you had a bank account every day and that time was in the bank account? See, you can't use it. Once it's spent, it's gone. You can make more money. You can get a heart transplant. You can get a kidney transplant. I don't think you can get a brain transplant yet. And you sure can't get a time transplant. Although it is pretty cool in the Bible, Hezekiah was one guy that when God was pleased with him, he asked Hezekiah, what would you like? He said, would you turn back the sundial for me? And so, boy, if you're God, you can turn back time. But outside of being God or Hezekiah, who's close to God, you ain't going to turn back time. So the time to answer and ask these questions is when you're with the living. Because planes crash and people die. So let me pose a couple questions to you. If you're driving, please don't uh, stop or write these down while you're driving. Listen to the show again. If you don't know, this show replays on this format uh, from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Except in St. Louis. In St. Louis, we are brand new on the Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 AM. We uh, air from 7 to 8 p.m. In uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, where our show originates from, we are at 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed on drive time 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, right there on your AM dial. You can also um, live stream with them. Go to TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com and you can listen to this and some other outstanding program. For the rest of us, all you got to do is go to iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio, we uh, play from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replay 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. All you got to do is query or search, search Wellness Radio 1570, and there you'll find us. And by the way, you can go to TuneIn Radio, find us under Like It Matters Radio. You can go to iTunes, and you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. At the end of my broadcast, they'll be sitting there waiting for you. You just go in there, listen to it at your own leisure. And you can always go to likeitmattersradio.com and listen to archived radio messages and email me, please. Email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. So here are some questions we want to pose so you know that your life matters. Number one, what do you feel are your greatest strengths and personal talents? Those qualities which comprise unique potential and purpose. In other words, what makes you you? What do you feel are your greatest strengths and personal talents? Those qualities which comprise unique potential and purpose. And I want you to spend a little bit of time. Spend two to three minutes. Don't just write two or three words. Really process this. Get some quiet time. Get some alone time. Get some relaxing music on the, on, on the backside. If you don't know where to get that relaxing music, go to likeitmatters.net. You can get our schedule and our great music. That will get you in a deep, reflective mode. Question number two, if you had unlimited time and resources, what would you choose to do? I mean, think about this. If money and time were no issue, you had all that you could ever want, and you could do anything you want with your life, what would you do? It's a great question. When I reflect on my personal life and business life, what activities do I consider the greatest worth or value? I mean, you take a look at what you do on a regular basis, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, and reflect on all the activities you do. What do you consider the greatest worth or value? Identify those top three or four things, write them out, and then ask the question, why? There's some great information under that why question. What is so important about this? Why does it bring me such value? Number four, what are the most important relationships in my life and why? What are the most important relationships in my life and why? You need to have a relational hierarchy. And whenever anybody says why, I'll say, how do you know where to spend time? If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, then he is your first love. Read the book of Revelations. He had a complaint against the church of Ephesus. You've forgotten your first love. God is always our first love. If you're married, the second love needs to be your spouse. If you got kids, I got four of them, then there's third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. If you have a purpose, which every single person has a purpose, and that's to glorify God. Now, the deeper way is how do you do that based on your gifts, talents, and resources? There's seven. The way I figure, I'm eight. But you need to have a relational hierarchy Because how do you know where to spend time? Question number five, are you the type of leader that you would choose to work with? Why or why not? Again, are you the type of leader that you would choose to work with? Be honest. There could be some things that you say yes and some things that you say no. Number six, 
do you consider yourself a role model? Again, why or, and or why not? And ladies and gentlemen, we're all role models. Every single person is using us as a role model. I remember Billy Graham said a long time ago that Christians do more to scare people away from Christ uh, than anybody else, anything that the devil can do. And one of my goals in life is to bring more people to the foot of the cross than I scare away. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to put that on. Every single person is a role model. The question is, what type of role model are you? Are you one that people are using to move toward things? Or are you one that people are using to move away? Remember, there's only two driving forces in this life. We're moving toward things or moving away from things. We're moving toward things we want, we desire, um, things that we crave, if you will, pleasure. And we move away from things that are uncomfortable, things that hurt, things that pain, you know, fear. So when I used to go out and I'd see little kids acting up when I was a single dad, I'd look at my two little kids, Faith and Christian, and I'd point at those kids acting up. I said, if you ever acted like that, and my daughter Faith would cut me off. I know, Dad. I know, Dad. I was using the example of what they should never be like. And I've been out and I've seen people acting ways, seen men loving to their spouses after 50 years of marriage, seen people that put their life on the line when a gun to their head, uh, someone that hates Jesus says you either deny Christ or die and they honor God and take a bullet in the head. I would love to think I would handle it that way. So we're all role models, ladies and gentlemen. The question is, are people using uh, as an example what they'd like to be like or what they never want to be like? Consider that. Number seven, what are your roles in life? The roles in life are all the hats you wear. All the hats you wear. Like for me, I'm a father. I'm a husband. Uh, I'm a Christian. I'm a counselor. Uh, I'm a pastor. I'm an ATM machine. I'm a, um, a, a, a yarder, a, a gardener, if you will. Uh, I'm a taxi cab driver. So you want to list all those roles out and then 7B Name one or two specific things that you could do that would make a di significant difference in each role. Identify the roles, and then on the other side, how can you, what can you do to make it better? And then there's a C to this one. Which of these roles do you get the most satisfaction from? So after you've identified all the roles in your life, then you've identified one or two specific things that you could do that make a significant difference in each role. Then the C part of this question is this. Which of these roles do I get the most satisfaction from? And I want you to pick out those top ones, identify them, and then again ask the question why. Question number eight, what is my mission? In other words, what, why, who are you? What do you do? What's the quality in what you do? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again? Your mission is a compass. And I learned how to use a compass in the, in the military. And a compass sets a horizon on a point, uh, sets a point on the horizon way in the distance. Because sometimes we're going to get off course, but the cool thing, we can always get right back on course. Number nine, where am I now in relation to my mission? You have a vague mission. Let's be honest. Status report. What's working and what's not working in your life based on your mission. And then question number 10 that you're going to ask yourself. In what ways do you make a difference? And I always put it this way because I want to play big. I want to play big. So here's the question. Ready? Remove your family, the people you see weekly, and your work people that you work with monthly. Remove them from this question. Here's your question. If you were to be raptured, carpazzo, taken away, would anybody notice would this world be any worse off? Ladies and gentlemen, we're all human beings. We're all called to live, and we're all called at least to one death. We're all going to take our last breath on this planet, but we all don't have to have a second death. And for those that know Jesus Christ, there will be no second death. But you got to get this. There's going to come a time in each and every one of our lives where we're going to be lying on our deathbed wondering, did it make a difference? Did it make a difference? Did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life? And planes crash and people die. And the time you make it matter that you're living is before you're on your deathbed. By asking yourself questions. By going to training like I do. Go to likeitmatters.net. Get yourself in a two and a half day intensive. Let me help you clean up some of the things from the past that are not serving you well. And let me help you ask and answer the right questions. To, to resuscitate your heart. To recalibrate your thinking. Because we are called to transform our thinking. We truly want to live our lives like they matter. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, 
when you live your life like it matters. It does. This is Mr. Black. This is Mr. Black, your life caddy. In golf, the caddy knows the course, knows the golfer, and knows how to play the game. As your life caddy, I can help you maximize the potentials you were created with and live your life like it matters. I have books that will help you understand how you work and tools that will assist you in abundantly enjoying the game of life. Books include 180 Ways to Live Your Life Like It Matters and Becoming Your Dreams, Want It, Create It, Live It, as well as inspirational music, CDs, and T-shirts. Go to likeitmatters.net and order your books and tools today. America's veterans are more than a source of pride. They're a source of strength. When our veterans thrive, our communities thrive. With your support, our veterans can get career and education opportunities as well as benefits they've earned. Hi, I'm Congressman Eric Paulson. Join me in thanking our nation's veterans. They've given so much. Find out how you can support veterans in our community. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.